Welcome to the Tearsheet Podcast. I'm Tearsheet's Editor-in-Chief, Zach Miller. In this episode, I'm joined by Everett Cook, CEO and co-founder of Row. that's R-H-O, an all-in-one finance platform for businesses. Row's changing the game by combining accounts payable, expense management, corporate cards, and commercial banking into a single comprehensive platform designed to empower CFOs and their finance teams to achieve more in their day. And during our conversation, we dive deep into Rose's journey from its inception in 2020 to its remarkable evolution and how it's working to redefine the value proposition for businesses of all sizes. Everett discusses Rose's mission to make finance frictionless for organizations, with a keen focus on helping those finance teams save time and streamline their workflows. Everett also unveils one of Rose's latest offerings, its one-click AP tool, powered by AI, and explains how it's poised to impact the way companies handle their accounts payable processes. Intrigued by Rose's approach to addressing needs of middle market companies, Everett delves into the nuances of their customer-centric model and how they're continually shaping their products based on direct customer feedback. He highlights the importance of using AI to automate finance tasks, providing finance teams with more time to add strategic value to their organizations. We also touch upon the competitive landscape, discussing how Rowe is differentiating itself in the market, particularly by emphasizing vertical integration and building products from the ground up. As we explore the evolving financial technology industry, we also gain insight into Rose's strategy to stay competitive in this rapidly changing corner of fintech, how they're addressing their customers' most pressing challenges and their vision for the future. So let's dive into this engaging conversation with Rose Everett Cook. Great, so who are you and what do you do? I'm Everett Cook, CEO and co-founder at Row. Row is an all-in-one finance platform you can bank on, combining accounts payable, expense management, corporate cards, and uh, commercial banking into one seamless platform that allows CFOs to get more done with their day. Awesome. And welcome back to the podcast, Everett. Um, I, I checked you were on the show in 2020. I didn't realize it was so long ago. That's right. Uh, it's, been, uh, it's, been, it's been a moment. How's uh, have the last three years been for you? <laughs> bearded um i one of the things that i that struck me was the way you introduce yourself now and row um which i think was a little bit different than the way you introduced yourself in 2020 can you talk about how the the evolution of the value proposition and and, and who you're serving how you're serving has that evolved absolutely our our vision and our mission has not really changed much at all. Um, but what we've been able to accomplish in that time has has. Um, so when we started Row, you know, our mission was to make finance frictionless for organizations. And that is that is still our mission. Um, and we take that journey every single day. But when we launched, we launched with uh, business checking accounts um, and and business banking. And that was sort of the first thing that we felt like was was broken, was not working mm -hmm. as well as it could in the uh, sort of corporate finance ecosystem. Um, as we as we scaled with that, we really understood was that companies didn't just want a better sort of place to to store their money. They wanted a better way to to spend and manage that money and make sure that that actually helps them run their business better. Um, world didn't need another bank account or you know, corporate card or anything like that, but it needed better operational software for finance teams. Um, and so as we continue to evolve down that journey, we've been able to unlock more and more of that vision um, and deliver more value to those companies and. As such, like we've been able to kind of just onboard, you know, bigger and more uh, more meaningful companies as well as small ones, um, but overall just to deliver more value to our customers. 
And in that early podcast, I think you were targeting in the early days, like companies with a million to 30 million in revenue. Is that correct? Something yeah, something like that. Like that. that sounds about yeah. right. Uh, maybe a little bit, is a little that bit still lower. The case? Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that, that range has expanded for us. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we think about our companies and we kind of think about it today more in terms of um, in terms of headcount. Um, you know, we think about our target companies as companies, you know, 100 to to a couple hundred people in, in, mm-hmm. in headcount. Um, we have teams that, that 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 focus on smaller companies, teams that focus on bigger ones, but that's really our sweet spot, um, and uh, and that's where we think we can deliver the most value because those organizations have finance teams that are just perpetually stretched too thin, mm-hmm. um, so they're doing too much. Um, you know, there may be a CFO and a, and a controller, um, or maybe a five person finance team uh, for an organization of a couple hundred people, um, and they they recognize that you know any sort of improvement in their workflow, improvement in their day in terms of efficiency um, goes a really long way. Um, and so we were able to deliver that with Row by combining all these separate solutions that they probably already have, products like accounts payable, they may use a product like bill.com, uh, you know, expenses where they may use a product like Concur, uh, business banking where they may use a, a you know a product like Chase or a corporate card where they may use a product from American Express um, into one platform that reconciles almost instantaneously um, allowing them to get get more hours in their day, where they can actually focus on delivering value to their employees, to their shareholders, to their com- to their company. I guess my first question was uh, along the lines of, when you started out, it looks like you were you were targeting um, the financial function. Where, where now it's clear, at least from the marketing copy and in the copy on the website, that you're targeting the financial teams and their needs. Like it's a, new, a slight nuance, That's but right. it feels like you've gotten better at understanding what their needs are to develop the products, as opposed to just. Like you said, the world doesn't necessarily need a better bank account, but they have needs, and, and it sounds like you're 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 going deeper to serve them. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I appreciate you noticing that. Um, definitely. I mean, over the past years, we've we've you know spoken to countless hundreds of um, CFOs and finance teams, and have really understood uh, you know their needs, and we try to build a a highly customer centric organization. Um, so we're constantly talking to our customers. We're building based on their feedback, and then we're iterating based on. Are they used to that? The Being that involved in the product development? Um, well, I mean, there's a lot of them, so it's not you know yeah. like one or two, but uh, but uh, but they appreciate it. I mean, I think mm-hmm. that no, they're not super used to that. Um, that's not the way that that most um, organizations work, and th- at least the ones that they're they're used to, even software Particularly organizations. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, in that, that sort of the finance suite. So I think that, um, you know, it, it's amazing for them to, I think that a lot of them are really surprised when they, they show feedback and then, you know, a couple months later it appears in the product Rolling and they're like, wow, That's that awesome. was, that was fast. Like, I didn't, I didn't realize you guys were actually going to do that. It's like, no, we take this stuff really seriously. Um, because like our customers are, you know, are like we, we revolve around our customers. So, um, so that's, that's been really gratifying to, to see work and bring, bring finance teams, CFOs into the fold to help us build greater products. Great. So, so one of those new products that, that you recently released is that one-click AP tool. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what that does and sort of the genesis of, of why you launched that? Absolutely. Um, we're really excited about one-click AP. Um, so one-click AP is the first um, AI-powered product that we've launched, uh, at least a customer-facing. We've been using AI behind the scenes for a number of years. Um, the product basically reduces the, you know, one of the most painful um, slowest sort of most, most clicks, um, workflows into a really fast, efficient and powerful experience for finance teams, um, that takes the the mundane sort of activity of, you know, enter, grabbing bills, coding them, figuring out payment instructions, managing approvals, 
uh, and ultimately paying that, which you know may sound like it's like, don't you just drop it in and launches? No, it actually like takes like if you, if you count all the steps, it takes like a very long time um, to a, a um, you know AI enabled experience that allows companies to basically do that in one click. Um, and so the way that that works is the the invoice goes into you know our OCR system scans or there's an inbox. And that's great, but that's also like something that a lot of the market does. Mm -hmm. um, but what makes it really different is then we're, we're using AI to basically infer what to do with that that invoice, um, and basically helping finance teams and accounting teams, uh, you know, process really, really quickly and really efficiently and really carefully too. Um, that's the other thing is uh, even though it's one click, um, there's a lot of safety and controls built into the product. Um, that way they can catch errors or redundancies and stuff like that. So overall, um, you know, we're we're super excited about that. Uh, we believe legacy AP is dead. Um, you know, we believe companies that are that are using point solutions for AP um, should switch to an all-in-one solution. We believe ours is the best. Um, I guess two questions come out of that. And um, Ro launched your AP tool in in around a time where there were a few AP tools launched by, I don't know if you view them as competitors, but um, I kind of see Ro started with banking, moving it to corporate spend and, and other financial functions. And the corporate spend company starting with corporate spend and moving more into banking. H how do you see that convergence? Do you see that convergence, first of all? Is that accurate? And and like, why would Rose approach be better? Like, what are your roots sure. and, and where are you taking your clients? You know, you know, I think first of all, like we, our perspective is always just customer centric. It's, you know, we're building what our customers are, you know, expressing as causing them mm -hmm. the most pain in their daily workflows. Um, and, uh, you know, we may have overlapping customers with the organizations. They may be hearing similar things. Um, I think overall, like, uh, you know, next generation sort of finance products, next generation software products that are really powered by, 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 um, by, by finance, um, you know, are, are the future. Uh, and I believe every organization in, in the country, um, that, you know, will ultimately end up adopting, uh, one of these products. Um, so, you know, we don't re really view it as competition. If you add all of us up, I think it's, you know, 1% of the market or something like that. Um, uh, no, so there's definitely think, room. I guess differentiation would be a, a better, sure. a better uh, term. Um, term. Yeah. I think in terms of differentiation, you know, we we really we really are customer centric. We focus on our customers okay. and what they're what they're asking. Um, you know, we predominantly focus on serving middle market companies, um, mm -hmm. and I think that that's that's a probably yeah. core differentiation in terms of which customers are we actually talking to. That's informing our product mm -hmm. um, as opposed to like tech companies or large enterprise. Um, but overall, um, you know, we, uh, we're, we're just customer obsessed and we try to execute extremely well. Awesome. Um, I guess the second question that came out of that is, um, you, you launched this new tool and it sounds like you guys are, are, are quite efficient at launching new products. Where, where do you determine, um, to launch a row powered product versus integrating a third party? Like how, how do you guys think of that? Like philosophically? Sure. That's a great question too. Um, I think, you know, we, we really believe a lot in building product. Mm -hmm. Um, we, we try, we can we pick our battles very carefully. We choose, you know, what, what we're going to build. Um, but because we believe, there are a million battles out there, right? Like there are, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but we try to focus it around like, like, what are the things that drive the most leverage to the mm -hmm. CFO, the finance team's workflow? What are the, the, the things that are taking the most hours of their day that can be automated? Mm -hmm. Um, and that's sort of how we think about the hierarchy of what it is we build when. Um, in terms of like partnering or integrating, uh, we haven't done really 
substantially any of uh, integrations like that. Um, and we do leverage partners, like we leverage Plaid to connect to banks and, and things like sure. that that are like common infrastructure. Um, but in terms of like our core product propositions, we believe it's really tough to differentiate if you are mm-hmm. simply just taking someone else's products and integrating them. So we really believe in like building from the ground up, you know, owning the experience because then we can own it all the way down, right? For instance, mm-hmm. our bill pay product, the, one of the reasons why it's so powerful is because it's built on top of our uh, the row checking account. So that means when you click pay on the, on the row AP, one click AP product, that customer gets paid immediately. That vendor gets paid immediately. That wire goes mm-hmm. out today. Um, if we were integrating someone else's product, that would end up moving from point A to point B to point C. It could take up to five days. And that's what we see. It's a huge pain point that customers have. Mm-hmm. Um, so by building all the way down basically to the metal, um, you know, we're able to deliver a much more robust, more scalable, and better experience for our customers. And we built our own bank core for that reason. Um, that's another thing that that kind of powers, you know, all the all the innovation, all the speed that we're able to deliver our product at is because the core foundational infrastructure is ours. It's proprietary IP, um, mm-hmm. and that's that's sort of been part of our secret. Yeah, I appreciate that, and that your perception of the like sort of vertical vertical integration that you're talking about. Um, can we talk about, I guess, what your customers are saying today? Like, I mean, macroeconomically, it's a very challenging environment. We've had, you know, I would say, I wouldn't say transformative, but like a renaissance of new financial tools and products over the past few yeah. years hasn't solved the core problem yet. I think we're, we're, we're still a few years away from that and really being able to help small businesses or, or mid-market businesses. Right. Like, what are you hearing from them that are sort of their biggest problems today? I mean, I think it's been a really fascinating macroeconomic environment. And I was a former macro uh, trader. So this is something I, I always cared about and thought, thought a lot about. Um, didn't mean I always got it right, but um, but definitely could, could talk about it for a long time. Uh, you know, I think I think it's very mixed. Some companies, uh, yeah, have more demand than they can keep up with. Some are, are really struggling. Um, you know, I think everybody is being more thoughtful about the way that they're spending money and everybody cares about saving money. Um, I think those are universal things across the country. Um, and, and we certainly see that with our customers. We think one of the reasons why so many companies are coming to us, you know, to automate their, their AP solution, as well as, um, their finance stack today is because like they, they, the finance teams are under pressure to, to save money for the organization. Um, and so they can, the best way they can do that, the easiest way they can do that is by saving money in their own sort of spending. Um, so that's one place where we, we see a lot of sort of, uh, benefit to, to row as well as just driving more visibility about spending across the organization. So we think that that is, that is on the up and up in terms of, um, in terms of demand, you know, I think in terms of like solving the problem, that's where we're really excited about, uh, what we can do with AI. Um, you know, we, we launched one click AP basically taking, you know, using AI to infer what to do with an invoice, not just scanning it as as, a, as like a um, OCR solution. Our expectation is to continue to build AI into all of our products. That way we can not just make it easier for companies to, to do the task, but really assist them in actually doing it. Um, that way the finance function, the operational finance function of a finance team, um, you know, can be almost fully automated. And mm-hmm. all that time can go back to actually adding value to the organization. Uh, yeah, we're not trying to, uh, you know, change, take people's jobs, but we, we want them to do is use that time super productively, um, so that they can actually make even bigger impact as, as CFOs and finance teams. That makes sense. And how are you I, in our first call, you know, granted it was three, three years ago, we, we did talk about Silicon Valley bank. Actually, we spent some time talking about did that. We, SVB. Oh. we did. Um, I'm just kind of curious now in sort of the, the, the period we've gone through and, and the tribulations that SVB has gone through, like. 
how you see sort of competitiveness in, 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 in your industry? Uh, it's a great question. I, you know, I think that uh, obviously what happened with, at SVB is, um, you know, was, was very sad. And uh, I think a loss for, for the entire, um, you know, ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in terms of competition, uh, it has, um, you know, we, we are still a, a minnow in the, in the overall pond. If you think about um, in terms of the, you know, sort of organizations like us um, versus the broader banking, banking infrastructure. Um, so we were able to partner with, with great, great banks to, you know, to manage sort of the, um, the asset liability side and, and, mm-hmm. and the back end. Um, we partnered with Webster Bank mm-hmm. um, and banking services are powered by Webster Bank um, on our platform. Um, uh, but we believe that like the, the, the story hasn't really changed uh, very much. I think that, um, you know, an increasing percentage of financial services increase will be, you know, basically driven by software uh, and companies that are really good at shipping software built for, for finance teams, um, you know, are who, are who is going to win that, that, that wallet share. Who do you think then you're winning business from um, for the, these new customers that you're onboarding? We, we think we're winning it from, uh, you know, from legacy AP providers, actually, uh, mostly. Um, and then some of that is coming over in the form of, um, of, of, of payment volume and stuff like that. You know, we always think about ourselves as we're a software company, mm-hmm. um, but our monetization, you know, model is people don't pay for SaaS. They just, you know, they pay us with, with transactional volume. That could be card flow. volume or that could be, mm-hmm. could, could be flow. Exactly. Um, and we think that's win-win, by the way. Um, sure. you know, we think that finance teams are, are tired of, you know, spending, you know, whatever six digits on, on, uh, on SaaS, um, for products that are supposed to help them save money. Um, so AP is so probably we, the greatest example of embedded finance. I think that, that we've hit upon so far in history. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. that's right. Um, yeah. but it, it spans the gamut, whether it's AP expenses, et cetera. Um, right. you know, we always felt like it was silly that, yeah, you're going to spend, you know, 20, $30,000 on a product to per year on a product that's supposed to save you money. Um, right. uh, and then use someone else's card to do that. Um, so you know, by combining them, it's really powerful, but we really view us, ourselves as software first. And I think that's, that's the big distinction. Sure. Um, what's next for Roe? We just have a couple of minutes left in our conversation. Like, what are you thinking about? Like, I know there's a lot of uncertainty still in the market, but it sounds like, you, you know, you guys are continuing to, to plow through and, and launch new products, onboard new customers. Like, what are you thinking about the end of this year into next? Yeah, we're really excited to continue to put our products into market and help transform uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of organizations across this country, um, starting with, you know, from, from small to, to large enterprise. I think we onboarded our largest customer, um, today, actually a company doing, uh, doing north of, uh, I believe almost $2 billion in revenue. Um, so we're, we're incredibly excited to, you know, be able to power organizations and, and finance teams. Uh, we have a number of really exciting releases coming out over the next couple of weeks, um, as well as, uh, you know, more sort of events and, um, and media presence and, and stuff like that. So, um, they're really, so I guess like, yeah, really excited to, uh, you know, get, get back out there. I, we've been pretty heads down over the past 12 to 18 months, focused on really building amazing products. And that's probably why you haven't heard from us as much. Um, but right now we're, we're, uh, you know, it's, it's shipping time. So we're, we're ready to, um, to celebrate Getting out and ringing the bell for the products that you've launched. That's right. Yeah. Everett, thanks for joining us on Toshi Podcast today. Thank you, Zach. Great to be here.